No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> a.k.a. Almighty Suspect. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm chill. I'm chill. How you doing? Pretty good. Cool. You know, you've been on the channel a lot more uh, lately, the past few months and whatnot, and we haven't really got a lot of uh, camera time together. So it felt like here and there. Well, we got a little eight minutes the other day. Yeah. And that little, uh, I didn't chime in on a couple um, live music streams every true, now and true, again. True, true, true. A little bit. And that did make me realize that you have a pretty nuanced take on music. Like you were basically, you were shutting people down, telling them why their music's no good. And by the way, every other Friday we do the music streams where we listen to your music on the No Drummer YouTube live. You can get our reaction. Uh, you were breaking down for people why they had no chance in music pretty <laughs> concisely. <laughs> like You got to break that shit down for them because, you know, I, I do it. So, like, I break that shit down to, like, a science or a formula. Like, mm. man, X, Y, Z, that shit not working. Or this is working for you, and I like that. You should keep doing more of this. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, I really love that shit. I've gotten so used to just kind of being like, yeah, all right. That was cool. Nice. I can yeah, I've been doing it for so long that, like, going to war and like really giving somebody a five minute explanation of why their voice sucks and the beat sucks and the recording it's like everything sucks dude i think I mean, i'm gonna have to get to that point of <laughs> no but then i love seeing that enthusiasm i remember gata showed up one time and he just sat down and started like actually a and r in people's music <laughs> and it was like oh shit like this is what it would be like if we were a little bit more invested right it's hard to be like that for seven hours, though. Yeah, but then you're just going to end up arguing with motherfuckers over there because people get real personal <laughs> with that music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... it. And are you really who you say you are if you're going to, like, totally criticize some little white kid making an emo song and then go easy on somebody because they look tough? Because that's part of it, too, that I see all the time. Be some gangster-ass dude with a terrible song and everybody's sitting there. Yeah, that was cool. That shit cool. That was cool. See, I, Don't I had that argument with my homies all the time, right? Where it'll be a nigga who's not really good at rapping, but like he a super thug. So they'd be like, he be he really be doing that shit. That shit fire. Mm. And then there's somebody else who just super, you know what I'm saying? He might be lyrically inclined or he just fire overall, but his street background may be a little questionable. You'd be like, he'll be doing that shit, but bro, the music is great. Right. If if he's shit and just a thug, I don't give a fuck that he's really doing that shit. But it sucks. That's the difference now versus the uh, SoundCloud era is that during the SoundCloud era you had this period of time where whoever was making the music that sort of like sounded the coolest or was the catchiest whether you're Smoke Perp or Pump or you know even X at a time Juice wh whoever like th th you could get away with talking about pulling up with Dracos and all this crazy ass shit because it was just kind of like fun Facts. whatever music but then right after that we have this total swing to the other side where all of a sudden you can't be a rapper talking about street shit or thug shit at all unless you are certified and in many cases especially with the drill thing you have people who musically are fucking terrible but they are literally murderers right. and so if as you a got result bodies, they're you can drop a song right no cap you don't have to have no type of skill they going they push you these days usually like right. the niggas around you if you just pop a shit up these like you should start rapping your city will push you Facts. In a lot of cities. Facts. If they really think that you were a drug kingpin and a fucking mob boss and all this crazy ass yeah, shit. But it's, a, it's somebody else who he been grinding for this shit his whole life since he could remember. He been writing pen in the pad and they just look right over it because he ain't killed nobody. And it makes me feel dirty the older I get when I look at artists who they're nice, they're cool, they're musically talented, they got a nice personality, they're hardworking. But at the same time, 
they don't really have like any kind of real life background to talk about. So as a result, the music comes off super corny, and you hear it, and you're just like, that too. It needs nice some kid, sort of authenticity, but it ain't going nowhere. Like right. I, I they're, they're just you know. But then at the same time, it's like, what what are you gonna tell that kid? You can't tell him to go fucking hang out on the corner for. 10 years right but sometimes look i say this sometimes it's a sometimes it's the nigga who's next to you who can tell your story better than you can musically mm. like you know what i'm saying like not to not to uh throw no names but like a nigga like um ice cube right they say ice cube is never like a part of no official gang but nigga he depicts street life beautifully mm. to um Today was a good day. Nigga, that shit is, you feel me? That shit is like, nigga, a street poetry movie. You right. know what I'm saying? But like, he he not a gang member, but he can he can get you to um, see it in your head when he's rapping it better than somebody who might be involved. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, if you are street fluent, if you're like accepted by the streets or whatever, that's a totally different, but you're right. but, but you're not a killer. You're not some right. fucking crazy ass game member. Completely being outside but, of that world. Right. But then it's hard to be, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but it's hard to be like somebody who's just really like, all right, there, there's a, a, a super underground artist from a city that the other day I was, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, you know what? That kid is almost kind of tight. Like he could almost be popping. Like I could almost imagine myself managing him. And his response was, I heard my homies told me, he goes, I'm pretty sure he's from the suburbs and I'm pretty sure that all the dudes from the city don't fuck with him because they think he a soft ass, like regular ass dude. And I'm just like, damn, just kind of had like my, my balloon fucking deflated Popped. a little bit to realize like, <laughs> oh, that dude acts mad cool when he around me and shit. But in his city, mm. he's probably not going to get that kind of reaction. And your city is really where this is all yeah. going to come from, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. like a different LA, city than LA, so I'm like totally like foreign to whatever the fuck's going on out there. Yeah, you I don't definitely know. need your hometown support, mm. definitely. I, in my opinion, but sometimes it takes for you to get popping outside your hometown for the people at home to start fucking with you. Sometimes, right? But like, or somebody like, okay, I I have no idea anything about Roddy Rich's time in the streets. Right, I don't know anything. But he makes awesome fucking music, so he's a huge fan base. And he doesn't, like, he's been, I think, pretty deliberate of, like, not leaning on that. He don't talk about that. He don't do videos in the hood anymore. He's just, like, kind of left all that behind. So I, I feel like that doesn't, it's like he's accepted. People know that he's from where he's from, but it's not, Facts. like, a constant theme in his music either so he kind of puts himself in a different position i think it's the kind of music he makes too he's he just makes, really really good yeah facts yeah. and he doesn't per se make um la type of music he from here but he he makes more um a, a wider range of music more so atlanta you know vibe auto-tune-ish you get what i'm saying mm. he makes more of a wider range of music so yeah so he has a wider appeal than your basic la artist or not basic just your your super hometown la bred type artist there's a saying? ton of fans who probably don't even know he's from la Facts. you know facts and that's that works sometimes you know what i'm saying when when people hear you and they can't immediately put you in a region mm. that shit works true that makes sense although i feel like everything is kind of everything's regional as fuck and non-regional nowadays at the same time you know but anyway so um i noticed that the other day you beat the shit out of somebody on this podcast let's, let's talk about that yeah so <laughs> i just want to first say Okay, from your memory, how did I even hit you up about being on that podcast? Because the, the theory is that Adam 22 set it all up, which you and I both know it's not true. But how did I approach you? What did I say to you? Um, you honestly was extremely hesitant to do it, and so was I. 
You know what I'm saying? You you were hesitant to do it. I definitely you was. did not know. Right. Okay. So now was. I'm remembering. I asked you because I figured that I was going to be a little sympathetic to him mm-hmm. because I, I didn't want it to be a, a, a both these niggas. Uh, you feel me? Both of y'all on some suspect. You know what I'm saying? Like a we on his head type of thing. You but know that's what why but, I wanted you to do it with me is because I'm like, okay, Sharp and Suspect were both barking on him during the whole fucking interview. Maybe if I'm in it. Suspect will be able to say what he got to say, but it'll be a little bit more controlled. We can get a little bit more of what Kelpie thinks. I was really trying to keep my calm. <laughs> I, I saw swear. it, honestly, yeah. I was trying my best, especially when you got the fucking boss in the room. I'm trying my best, you know what I'm saying, to be on my fucking P's and Q's and shit. They made a good point, though, that I should have sat between you guys. I think... I don't think I don't it would have mattered. mattered. You saw how slow I got up? And how fast I did? <laughs> nah. I don't think it would have mattered. It wouldn't I don't matter. think it would have mattered. Nah. I would have been sitting right there. just. <laughs> it would have been the same shit. Just you would have been closer to that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm high as fuck. And when I'm approaching you from behind, it's like you're swinging and your elbows are going back. And I'm kind of seeing the elbows coming back. And I'm just like... It felt like a video game. Like, oh, no, there's like spikes shooting out of this wall. I got to... I gotta, I gotta, like, how am I going to get in here? I was just not ready for that energy, bro. And pe- people are like, Adam, I was just watching the Joe Budden clip. Joe Budden's like, Adam was so scared. I'm like, bro, I wasn't scared. You're just why, shocked. Why would I be scared? I was shocked. I'm high as fuck sitting you on know, the couch. You know, I'm not about to do nothing to him. He had nothing to be afraid of. He was just shocked. Yeah. He like, oh, shit. Like, you know, some people, like, you either have fight or flight. But if you're not in the situation, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? If I was standing outside the liquor store in a bad neighborhood and the same thing happened, I probably would have reacted the same way, which is I would have been like, Oh, shit. You know, if it's not directly coming towards you, then it's really not, like, on you to all of a sudden snap into right. warrior mode. It took me a couple of seconds to realize, like, oh, I actually do. I got I to hop I gotta right, hop like in here. Like, this is my building. I got to do something. <laughs> I like, can't just walk away. I almost first. walked away. And if I had walked away, it would have been so viral. I kind of wish I did just for that. You should have immediately just walked the fuck away. I'm out. That shit would have been viral. <laughs> but yeah, people didn't really start coming to grab me until I started, like, strangling them. Oh, that's, that, oh, that's oh, when everybody God. start grabbing me. That's yeah. when, yeah, because the elbow stopped flying. So everybody was like, It's right, great bro, that you can, like, on. hear Flacco in it. That shit was crazy. That Flacco is just one of the people who was sitting in the room. <laughs> that, shit was, uh, that shit wasn't cool, though. That shit was real unprofessional. You know what I'm saying? But he called me a bitch, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, all right. So as a dude who's on the streets, and we, we dealt with this with Sharp as well, where, like, at least once couple times different girls have called him a bitch and trying to be funny about it oh nah bitch i'm not like but then sharp you know he's from a different world he don't really take it the same way is is that that's one of the main things right like i think like faggot bitch and then suck my dick are like the three main things that stand out to me and then for la niggas weirdo weirdo's true yeah weirdo those are fighting words here Mm. you call a nigga a weirdo you just might get punched right for sure and then, and then the new the new wave is dissing the dead homies, but that's like another level of escalation. That's yeah, a nuclear you just bomb. Completely, yeah. <laughs> you just ready for war at that point, right? You feel me? Yeah. So, like, I mean, your whole life is that. Have, do you remember somebody telling you, like, if anyone ever calls you a bitch, you have to beat the shit out of them? My pops, like, mm. since a young age, and I, I know I don't know if you've probably heard a little bit about my pops. I have. I, but, I did um, some googling. Yeah, my pops, like, you know what I'm saying? He always just raised me to be like that. Like, I can remember being, like, kindergarten. I've been getting fights my entire life. I got kicked out of hella elementary schools, middle schools for that shit, suspended, kicked out of districts, all type of shit like that just for fighting. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, I've always been a, a, a hothead, hot-tempered type of nigga. Like, I remember 
I remember I was playing kickball, first grade. I kicked the ball. I'm running the bases. I hit second base. This kid, he tricked me. I immediately get on him and start strangling the nigga. And the TA ran across the <laughs> ran across the field and broke us up. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I just always been like that. And I don't think I'm just like a, a super thug, but it's like, bro, you got a fighter. People just gonna always play with you. Right. Especially in the environment that I'm from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up, I went to elementary school, West <laughs> Athens Elementary. Um, I, I've lived all around, but that's on like 120th and like 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 Athens, that's like super West LA, like almost not super West LA. That's deep, deep South Central, almost Compton. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I always grew up in that type of area. All my people is affiliated, my cousins, my pops. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. So I always just been around that type of shit. So it's just like I couldn't grow up with the pops that I got. Like that's the type of nigga. Like if I came home with a black eye, what you do to him? If you didn't do nothing, I'm finna do something to you right now. Mm. That type of shit. Like, he going... I remember... Oh, I got a cold story. I remember but it was always just fist fight. He never suggested that you should take it further than that. And is that just, like, the time that you were a bit younger? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, because as a dad, how do you separate that conversation when you know that a lot of fights escalate to shootings in L.A.? Yeah, um... I'm, I ain't gonna lie. Like, keep it a hundred. My pops gave me my first strap. At what age? I was grown though. I wasn't a kid. <laughs> okay. I wasn't a kid. He 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 wasn't like super irresponsible, irresponsible or no shit like that. Like I was grown when he gave me like you feel me. Well, that was the first one that that I owned as an adult. Yeah, my first strap that I had as an adult, my pops gave it to me. Right. Yeah. So, but um, I don't know. Like throughout my whole life, he kind of just. Just, like, I, I couldn't play no games like that. Like, somebody came, knocked on my door with a handful of rocks. Like, I want to fight your son. He knocked on the door. Elementary school. Knocked on the door. I want to fight your son. And, and, and he had his hand behind his back. I remember I'm playing PS2. I see him go to the door, open it. My pops open the door, slide to the back. He here for you. Come outside. Do you even know the dude? Like, we was growing up on the same block. He lived around the corner. Right. And I guess we got into it earlier in that day. He goes back home. I go back in my house. Maybe a couple hours later, he come, knocks on the door and talking about, tell your, con- tell your son to come outside. And he has his hand behind his back, right? What the fuck? <laughs> so my pops is, he like, um, he tells me, go outside. So he's like, come get this little nigga out the yard. I'm like, my pops said, get out the yard. He like, nah, make that nigga get out the yard. So I'm looking back at him. I remember. The, and then I guess he puts his hand out. He has the rocks. I take off on him. Boom, 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 boom. But I'm punching him in the chest. I'm like seven. I'm punching him in the seven. chest. My That's pops, a crazy story my for pops seven. Like, like, raise your hands. My pops and my cousin, uh, my cousin in the feds right now, they're on the side. They're like, punch higher, punch higher. I remember that shit saying, punch higher. So as I'm punching them, I'm raising them. Then I start punching them in the face. Now it's full fight. He, I, I remember he's in the driveway. We in the driveway of my house. It's blood in the driveway, leaking. I'm I'm throwing them motherfuckers. Young age. I remember my cousin screaming in the back, trolling and shit. Bite him. Bite him. <laughs> trolling. You feel me? My pops like whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? So I fight him, beat his ass. He goes back up the block. He, he gets his pops. And his pops, I remember his pops come off with a shirt off. Mobbing down the street. And then my pops walk up to him like, what you want to do? He didn't want to do nothing, just a little back and forth banter. But they went back and forth. But this is just a story to just get you to the type of environment that I lived in with my pops. Me wow. and my pops have got into fist fights with other men. Just like out in public? Yeah. Damn. Crenshaw and Rodale, middle of the street. How old is he? 
Uh, my pops is maybe 45. <laughs> okay. And how old are you? I'm 25. See, that's hilarious. You so, guys are like the same fucking age. Yeah. So like my pops had me when he was 24, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, me and him locking middle of the street, Crenshaw and Rodale with some niggas. Wow. Like that's just the type of dad that I got. He, he, you know what I'm saying? We just not going, we just not going for shit. Right. Damn. That's crazy. Your dad put you on a rapping and fighting. Yeah. Young age. Like I remember <laughs> my dad coming home from tour from Europe with like all type of little gadgets and shit. And all type of shit like that. And um, I always knew my pops was a was a part of some musical shit. And, yeah, I just remember him coming home from tours, bringing little gadgets and shit, taking me to rap battles. I think I know Lush. I used to judge <laughs> rap battles just off my dad name. Yeah, because I fucking typed in, like, old Almighty Suspect video or some shit into YouTube and found a fucking old-ass freestyle that you and a bunch of older <laughs> dudes and, like, some small... Where, where was that exactly? Um, I think it was in Hollywood, and I was just tagging along with my pops. You feel me? And when we get there, they, like, um... I think it was like 15, maybe 14. Right. I was hella young. I think, yeah, 14, 14 or 13. And um, they talking about how they about to do the cypher. And I guess somebody didn't show up. So um, I don't know if somebody suggested it or my pops brought it up or somebody was like, my son would get in it. And I'm like, I'll do it right now. Mm. I'll get in it. I didn't know I was going to be in it. I just showed up and just did this but shit. But he had just kind of been training you to know how to be a, a good rapper? I don't know if he trained me, but it was like I've always been so too in, too, too into the music because my pops was. Right. So it was just like I wanted to do that. Like I remember, um, I don't know if anybody um, know about the good life in the late 90s. If any, uh, Do you remember, you ever seen, I know you white as hell, so you probably ain't seen it. You ever seen Moesha? Of course, I know Moesha. You see Moesha? So I mean, like, I, I've seen the commercials. Do, I might have seen, like, a couple episodes. Exactly. It wasn't, like, my thing, but right, I know so about it, yeah. It was a little portion in Moesha where they would go to, like, this little rap cafe, and it was, like, based on some real-life shit that my pops was a part of. Right, okay. You get what I'm saying? So, like, and then even um, Lamert Park area, that was something, like, the first time I rapped was, like, in an open mic session, and, like, my dad was like, you want to rap? Which is you- interesting just because, like, a lot of L.A. people, that is not at all their experience you know but like it's it's interesting that because la has always had this like weird sort of underground scene and all this shit mm-hmm. so it's just interesting that you kind of came from that yeah i came from like the whole lamert park underground rap scene like all of them people that i've known lush since i was fucking 10 years old mm. um all those a lot of the guests that he bring through like i know them you know what i'm saying just that whole it's a whole nother underground la rap scene that people really don't know about that um my pops was a part of so like i just grew up in that shit too you know what i'm saying so just being in the streets and then just having a rap world too so it's like i always knew i was gonna be a rapper but i just got distracted by street shit along the way right you know what i'm saying but i still ended up clearly doing it you know what i'm right. saying Oh yeah, let, let me uh, continue along this uh, other trajectory here. So, what what is it about Kelpie that pisses you off so fucking bad? Aside from just the fact that you know he was pissing, he was like calling you a bitch the, the other day. But like, aside from that, like, what is it that's so irredeemable about him from your perspective? I got all right. Let's do analogy because like I love analogies, right? <laughs> okay. You are right, say it's Lyricist. your it's your heyday, BMX, right? Mm-hmm. You you BMXing. Um, you know what I'm saying? You love it, you know, because I know you don't really got the same love for it as now. So I'm saying, like, let's just go right. rewind some time. Ten you know what I'm saying? Ago, yeah. yeah. So you come across some, you see them on, um, what's the, uh, 
soft white underbelly is some shit where people go to to really tell their story, mm-hmm. not to clout chase. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like serious. The right. whole tone of the entire channel is people really telling you about their struggles and shit that they really overcame or they're still going through right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's serious. And um, say it's just like a BMX equivalent for that. I don't know, maybe a magazine or something. You see a nigga on, on, on something huge, right? For some a serious BMX shit, and you that nigga has never done a, a fucking ollie on that motherfucker. He can't grind. He can't do nothing. <laughs> but is it just he the just way he was? Is it just the way he was talking about pimping, or or what was it? Is it is, is pimping something that you could just smell it on him like through the look, screen or what? Look. I went did my research right. How, I know you've heard him say a million times that what he he don't be on blades and he's never been on fig and he mm-hmm. does. I've listened to his music. He copying me talking about yeah. I'm gonna put the bitch on fig and don't call don't call me back until you got my money. Home. I haven't heard his music. That's funny. I have. Man. <laughs> I didn't until the interview. I went and listened. I was like, right. I wish I had this motherfucking knowledge. Like, no, you're really up here perpetrating. Right. In the interview, you yeah. I keep it old school and motherfuckers know what the fuck old school is. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's outside. Being outside with the with the activities that you're speaking of, and then when I ask them about the old school, oh, I've never, I, I've never partaked in those old school activities. And then he he'll tell you he doesn't do that. He's on some new age shit. But you go to his music, and he's telling you. I just posted a picture with him, and he dropped the church emoji right away. She's <laughs> fucking corny, bro. But what? Okay, it's a fine line between. Pretending to be something you're not and just appreciating and respecting the culture. Like, couldn't you imagine some 18-year-old fucking street rapper coming out and they wearing the fucking khaki suits and they got blue rags hanging out and everything. And they are kind of like showing respect to some gangster-ass shit that is like from before their time. I could imagine that getting respect, right? Why is it different for him if he's like just kind of paying tribute, I guess would be the most optimistic reading. <laughs> it's, it's extremely fucking optimistic, bro. That nigga's not paying homage to a fucking thing, bro. You're fabricating. All that shit is a lie, bro. I'm not about to get up here and incriminate myself, but I've been around. Just mm. do some research on me from outside, state different places. I've been around, and I've been outside, and people know my face. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you get your ranking and shit. You get your ranking of BMX by being at those fucking parks. Getting footage. If ain't nobody ever seen you with no footage doing no fucking kickflips, nigga, do you skate? Right. And there's a lot of people out here who want to say, I was a skater. They don't got no no video. You, and everybody got a phone in their pocket. Thank, that's all I'm saying, <laughs> nigga. We've never seen. You don't have no footage of in, in professing to be old school. Like, I had less of a problem with um with um Big Chutch. Because you don't, he don't go on his fucking, yeah, the toe sucker. He don't go on his fucking, um, on his songs talking about how he getting jiggy on figgy and he putting the bitch on blade and all that. Now he's sticking to his new pivot shit, even though, you know what I'm saying, I might have my feelings about him. But at least he's being um authentic to his shit. One nigga gets on these interviews and he's saying he keeps it old school and I don't do that and I'm an OnlyFans manager. And then Tucker go- was basically trying to just tell Sharp that he was an OnlyFans manager and Sharp wasn't trying to hear it during that whole interview. Because in the game, we have our, we got our feelings about that shit. Because now you could be 
an OnlyFans manager, but then take on the style of a pimp. Call yourself a pimp. Try to represent this whole Put pimp type thing. It. Put your toe in it. I'm going to be real. I know a lot of OnlyFans managers who are making millions of dollars off this shit, and none of them are wearing fur coats and chains and pretending to be fucking uh, pimps or whatever. And that's cool. <laughs> right. But it's it's it two very different of, things for the most part, you know? It let a lot of bitches partake in some shit that, that otherwise they wouldn't, and they just like, we call it, man, I might be... We, we call it like halfway hoes. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so a little bit of pussy, but not that much. You feel me? <laughs> like, you you halfway. Like, right. it, it lets a lot of people get into some shit. That shit kind of like, like McDonald's franchising. When once it's just authentic with one store, but then the motherfuckers would be like, yeah, let's just franchise this shit and everybody could do it and just mm. put the same name on it. But let's be real. Okay. And the reason why I was always confused when Sharp was really coming down on a big church, a.k.a. Tucker the Toast Sucker, about the whole OnlyFans shit and everything is because, let's be real, technology changes everything. When Sharp got caught up back in the day in his case that we saw online, I'm pretty sure it was uh, he was doing back page type shit in the police I don't know, report. About that. I, never seen that. I don't know. I think I've seen it. But if, if, regardless if that's true, let's just be real, like. Technology changes everything. Every single business is changed by technology. And if you're a pimp, which I'm not suggesting that everybody out there become one, but if you are a pimp, your overall mission is not like to sell pussies during in this one very specific way. It's to make money through women who have the potential to make money in a variety of different ways, right? I would agree. But like at the same time, with everything, it's guidelines and there's rules and there's structures to everything. You know what I'm saying? It's guidelines to being in a fraternity. Same shit. Like, do you remember when all the fraternity people was tripping on Boozy for him wearing a fraternity sweater? A little bit, yeah. Same shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying they were right for doing that, but it's just the the same type of feeling that we may have. Like, bro, we niggas went through hell week to be in this fraternity and this frat, and then you just come talking about fade by Sigma, and niggas never seen you there. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, but imagine if tomorrow— Sharp drops his new project that he's been working on for six months privately, and it's bitchesbysharp.com. And it turns out Sharp is the OnlyFans manager now, and he got five girls fresh off the blade. They're taking cute photos. They eat pussy, sucking dick. Sharp is the OnlyFans manager now. All hypothetical. If that happened, wouldn't you look at it and be like, bravo, my boy, you doing trying to make some legal money, taking the brand name that you built for yourself, using this other way? I would respect that. Look, now that is a very separate thing than whatever he may have done in the streets in the past. Facts. That would be a whole different world, though. But he like, could be using his branding that he already built through all these interviews and all the shit, right? I, I get what you're saying, but like the game and putting your dick on camera are not in the same. Well, what if he doesn't put his dick on camera? What if he gets That's Brian different. Pumper to fuck for him? That's different. Mm. You don't put your dick on camera, like I see what I'm saying. It's guidelines and it's rules to this shit. Mm. You feel me? Putting your dick on camera is, is not is not very ismish, if you ask me. That's why I'm glad I've never claimed to have ism. You know what I'm my saying? My dick's like, all over that shit. Because that's, that's some porn star shit. You're a dick smith. You're not the mm. pimping if your dick is all on camera. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a different type of ism. <laughs> I got jism. <laughs> Pause, my nigga. Yuck. Um, okay. <laughs> but so how do, what are your thoughts on the gassing up 
of Lil Kelpie that we mm. didn't know about mm. at that time. But in retrospect, when you go back and you look at another interview with an unnamed podcast that Lil Kelpie did before he came and had the issue with you, you find a, uh, a you know a certain host as well as ODM Slim engaging in a conversation where you sort of realize there was like a level of frustration and anger that we didn't really know was there at all after you and Sharp did the interview with him, right? So that kind of changed how we all thought about how that shit played out in here and added another layer to the onion. Because, man, because some of the, um, because HR was looking at me crazy when I was like, um, you feel me? Like, man, y'all didn't see that whole little ploy? Right. Like how he walked in with his, you know what I'm saying, with his muscle? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, bro, but I, clearly that shit didn't affect my way of thinking. But were you surprised? Um, I was. But, but were you surprised to hear ODM Slim talking reckless about you that on that other crazy. podcast? Because it seemed like y'all were cool when you were in here. Because because he was kind of taking your side in the in the whole fight, which is kind of surprising. Because oh. man, because look, he he didn't know before during that interview. He he did some research on me. And you know what I'm saying? We got some um we got some common affiliations that has nothing to do with no music industry, anything. Okay. You feel me? So he couldn't do anything to me. Nothing. He couldn't. And we seen that. He couldn't do nothing to me. Cause you seen that energy on that interview. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna take away from his gangster. <laughs> that that's a loke. It would you appear, yeah. From a reputable from a reputable neighborhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now nah, he he couldn't do anything to me and i'm not acting like i'm just super tough now we got some people you know what i'm saying he knows some people who, who i know and he couldn't do nothing to me you feel me but i just didn't know i was just like where's that energy coming from i don't know him he don't know me like everybody just got fades for me like <laughs> i just don't fucking understand like, right you get what i'm saying but yeah like nobody told me honey nothing was gonna do shit to me but i don't know o- odm must have took that Kelpie, the initial Kelpie interview, pretty serious because he fucking hates Sharp as well, which we didn't really see coming. I don't know what his feelings towards that man is. Like, I don't know, bro. I don't know what niggas' problems be with the pimping, bro. I just don't get it. But so did you talk to ODM after that? Like, you guys had the whole conversation here after mm-hmm. the fight, but then did you talk to him once you saw that other interview and everything? Nah, I haven't oh. spoken to him. Nah. Because I just was like, it's, it's nothing really for me to talk to him about. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like... The how do they say like nigga the truth is in the pudding. We saw what happened on footage after the camera. He was picking up my glasses and helping me pick up my watch and stuff. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know why he put that battery in his back, but that that energy was definitely hella crazy. Like yeah, we finna go up there with force, and I was just like, damn, for me. It's just one dude, little old me. I was asking Kelpie. I was trying to figure out if they're recruiting him for the Crips. (laughs) He said he wasn't interested. I hope not. That's not a good look, man. You don't think he could hang? I don't. I, I don't know what the fuck he could do. But you think I, he could make it up out the Fifty Fifth Street alley? I don't think that's a good look, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't advise nobody to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but nah. If you could I, avoid that, maybe just avoid that. Definitely avoid that. If you weren't built up in that, you feel me? Don't don't start doing that when you an adult. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But nah, just have my. When you're not involved in some shit, and yeah, like the analogy is the same. When you with some same with a fraternity, with skateboarding, BMXing, if they don't, if if we don't see you actively doing, especially um with nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Somebody would know with in, with anything you do. If if a motherfucker, that's why you need to have a um a PhD or or 
or a doctrine to go do certain things. And I'm not saying that's on the same level. Just the same shit. Like any <laughs> anybody who who will be a part of something, they will have something to say if somebody is on a, a platform. You feel me? Professing to do what you do and nobody knows nothing <laughs> about it. And it just looks extremely goofy and you can just see it on them. That is a good example, though, because the BMX shit, the skate shit, BMX shit, pimp shit, it's like a lot of times I'll have people in hip hop ask me about a BMX rider or like, what about this dude or whatever. And it's it's just funny hearing about them from their perspective where this person is super lit. And I'll just be like, yeah, all right. Because exactly. it's like, bro, I know everything about who you're talking about, like whatever. You and know, I'm, I don't want to fucking get all into it. But yeah, like, you know, and, and same thing with skating where it's like there are the people that are considered to be the most popular skaters to mainstream people. But if you're actually in on what the real like hardcore skaters think, you would have a way different perspective on who's popular, you know. And so, I mean, yeah, I feel you that like especially and that shit can be offensive when you feel like somebody is like fully just like imitating your culture which i feel like with kelpie it's like i feel like we keep getting a slightly different version of him every time you come around every time because <laughs> like it's like he the, don't know who he is the most recent time he was not putting out this pimp shit in the same way right he's wearing a white tee jeans he looked like a young chief keef outfit wise because he wasn't not, really it's not in him <laughs> like come on bro you could just smell it on the nigga you know what i'm saying like my radar is strong bro and you just I, my radar was here when you was in it and nigga my my little dragon ball finder in this motherfucker i didn't see no dragon balls on the radar when you was in this building bro i don't smell it on you like we just don't and it's just it, it's that's okay though but just like you know what i'm saying just say that that mm -hmm. is it, it's okay like to not be tough it's okay to not be a thug like that shit is okay like we're not up here like yeah you fake ass thing like that's okay but just live that you know how, what I'm saying? how do you feel when he said he wanted to do a boxing match i'm not doing that <laughs> nigga. get down where you mad at bro just like i did fight me where you mad at just like I did. I'm that type. I'm not going to call you to meet you nowhere. I'm not going to do none of that. We seen what happened with the last person that I came across, and we had some type of words before, and I came across, That's this is just me. A lot of times if somebody were to say, no, I don't want to do a boxing match, I would take it as them being maybe a little scared, but I'm going to be real. I don't really think you're scared. I think, <laughs> like, I have a That's very hard time imagining a fight between you and him. I just have a real hard time imagining it going Adam, his way. I'm sorry. I'm fucking hurt him that yeah. shit is that's nah that's just giving him more clout more money in his pocket like nah. what if something was like 50 grand 100 grand you can't buy me mm, okay mm -mm. you can't buy me i never threw a fight so everybody's like adam you need to do a fight with them i'm like i don't even know how to do that bro <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to fucking Fuck do that no bro and it's just like <laughs> nigga uh, it's it's chess not checkers it's your move now my mm. move was already made true it's your move nigga what if he requested a fair one in in the parking lot and no jumper? If if he seen me, no cameras. Anywhere he see me, mm. you can definitely get at me. But I'm not about to don't call my phone and be like, meet me here, nigga. I'll be outside. So if you see me, come across me, and that's what you want to do. Hey, however you want to handle it, we could do that. But I'm not finna. He he doesn't want to do that for that. He want to do it for clout. Right. Hey, we can do the for a charity, and I think he's a good kid, <laughs> charity. bro. Charity. Why does everything have to be for charity? Because like, that shit sounded super good. Like you know what I'm saying? That shit sounded great. Right. Like, but anyone uh, has. Bro, that any, shit goofy. These days, anytime someone has an idea that is like blatantly bad for society, they're like, "But we're gonna do it for charity." <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, my nigga. No. Uh, you had amazing. your chance. Yeah.
You definitely had your chance. More than enough opportunity. I didn't even want to fucking do that. I didn't even want to do that. That's why I got up and I was like, who? You said what? Anytime you hit somebody on camera, though, there's going to be people saying you didn't hit them good enough. How did you feel about the critique of you as a boxer? First of all, like, what the <laughs> fuck do I look like, nigga? Uh, I don't gangbang, nigga. I don't be in the alley fighting niggas every week. Right. But, nigga, hey, y'all seen his face in this motherfucker? A lot of people didn't see his face. Mm. A lot, And then people was like, oh, he he went live and he seen a video. And he didn't have no scratches. Adam, how fucking long was that until he made his little YouTube video with his clean face? He went to the hospital right after. I think he got stitches. That shit was two weeks later when he came out and was like, my face is good and he didn't really do Bro, you was in this. It's blood still all on my clothes. Uh, I'm still trying to get them motherfuckers out. I gotta take them to the cleaners. That's evidence. It was blood. It was throw blood. that out. I know, huh? <laughs> it was blood. But then, yeah, he signed some shit, so we good. Right. But you feel me? It, it was blood all on my shit. And I'm not. I'm just saying, like, bro. People always. I could have put the nigga to sleep. Motherfuckers could be like, that nigga woke right back up. You ain't even put him to sleep long enough. People are always going to have something to say. You can't please everybody. But nigga, yeah, nigga was in here bloody as a motherfucker, and he went into the fucking hospital after that shit. He but was like, pretty cool about it though, to be real. Yeah, because I think <laughs> because that was his whole plan. Right. But even right after, he didn't really seem like mad at us. He didn't. That was his plan. He didn't like. I don't know. I haven't seen him really like get mad. Besides, maybe in that interview, right as it was about to crack off. That was his plan. He had the whole idea. Like especially when you watch the interview before, you could see it. Like that was the whole ploy. I'm gonna go in there and and you could. People keep saying like, oh, you was disrespecting him. I had no problem with him disrespecting me back. But the bitch is where you gotta. It's a it's a line mm. where you gotta fucking draw. You know what I'm saying? He could have. Talked about my fucking hairline. He could have talked about my clothes. He could have said all oh, your jewelry fake, your fake ass pimp. You could have said all that shit. Right. And we would just have back and forth banter. Right. But once you call me a bitch, it's like, wait, huh? Right. We're not doing all that. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, some people don't even play like that with their homies. Right. You feel me? So, like, just a random ass nigga, I'm not finna let you call me a bitch. I don't give a fuck if we're in a podcast. How do you feel about him suggesting that him and Blueface should do a diss song about you together? He's, bro, <laughs> that nigga is what you would call a fucking clout demon. Right. This is a clout warrior, Adam. Yeah. A clout demon. And that shit is obvious. Yeah, I don't think Blueface is doing that. He's a fucking clout <laughs> demon, bro. Like, that shit is, yeah. Uh, well, we don't really want to do the rat beef shit, but but if Blueface wants to do it, I'll hop on the track. But now nah, we don't really, we'll just leave it. We we don't really do the rat beef. Like, you just said you would be willing to rat beef. That was a pretty good impersonation. I'm hella good at impersonation. <laughs> Niggas just don't know. You feel me? Right. I'm fire. Wow. <laughs> When's the last time you saw Blueface? Mm, it's been some years. How you feel about seeing him and Krishan's relationship playing out? That shit is crazy. I look, I I'm on his side with that shit. I'm I'm very unbiased mm. with my opinions. Like just because I might not be be um eye to eye with somebody else, I'm not just gonna be like everything they do. I'm just a fucking hater. Right. Like now, nah, I've been said. I think nigga, she. I think some going something's gonna happen to either him. Or her, one of them, she going to hurt him, he going to go to, something's going to happen. God forbid, you feel me? I've been saying, like, nigga, get yourself away from her. Something is going to happen. That shit is unhealthy. And I said that shit like a year ago. Right. And when you say that kind of thing about your homie publicly, it feels like 
like for me at least, I would consider him a homie. But like, it feels like, oh, they're gonna like, no, I'm gonna see him. They're gonna be annoyed that I fucking said this or that about their girl. But with him, it's kind of like, I'm sure he's 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 in on it, right? He knows that this shit is ridiculous, <laughs> and like, and then I, that's what I'm saying. He's not <laughs> dumb, bro. He's not dumb. I think he really like her, but at the same time, he know this shit is helping. But is there part of you that would like to be in a relationship like that where you're constantly abusing each other? Fuck. <laughs> That shit not cool. <laughs> that bro. makes no sense to my brain. But I actually know a lot of dudes who are basically in relationships that are not that different from what him and Blue and Krishan are doing. I'm not finna. We're not finna be in public having fist fights. Hell no. That shit out. Yeah. All that shit is just uncalled for. Cause you you can't win when it comes to domestic violence in the police. Yeah. Bro, bitches could say you scratched them, nigga. Nine times you are going. I think if my girl ever like hit me in the face in public, that that probably would have either been the end or w the final straw you of feel like, me? okay, if you do that again, I think I'm gonna have to just say that this is a wrap. Yeah, I'm, I don't, but I've yeah. never been punched by no female. Ain't, ain't no female ever put their hands on me. Right. Nah, that's never happened to me. You attempted the other day though, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're I'm at the live show <laughs> and this out. is like two weeks after the kelpie fight and there are some very inebriated women in the backstage area That's it. and once again almighty suspect found himself tested by god bro i'm i i'm I just look. Let me walk you through my day, man. <laughs> you feel me? And you're kind of walking on eggshells because it's after the fight, and you're sort of like, "God damn, like I don't want to fuck this up." Hopefully, shit works out. You know, nigga. I'm this one. I'm saying, let me walk you through my day. I don't even know if I'm invited to the live show per se, mm. cause nigga, like it's like I'm on I'm on detention. You feel me? Like I don't know what's going on. Like it's up in the air. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm fired at this point. I don't know if I'm suspended. I don't know what the fuck going on. Like, and to we be, don't know. To, just to be totally honest, I was never like I can't fuck with suspect anymore. But we were like, we should probably distance ourselves at least for the time being until we figure out what this is gonna shake out like. So that was kind of like around that time. That's why we like had you not come to the Monday show one week and shit. I feel that. Because yeah. it's like, bro, at the end of the day, it's business, my nigga. And that would have looked better if it would have ended up being a court case. We would have been like, huh? He's not on camera no more. What you talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I think you, I think I would have been good regardless. You would have won that shit. Because, like, it's, oh, I had all kinds of different alternate options in my case. mind. You definitely would have won that case. Because, especially once that interview dropped, the previous one, mm. we would have played that shit in court. We would have been straight, Adam. That shit they sign when they come in here is a really big deal. And also, you're an independent contractor. So those are both very much in our favor. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. we got them to sign something in addition, which totally sealed the shit up. But from me, from me talking to the lawyer, I was like, I'm not that worried about this. At and all. the fact that ODM Slim is his manager, I'm like... This dude does not want to be walking around looking like a snitch for the rest of his exactly. fucking life. I'm sure we're going to be able to make something happen. Facts. You know. Facts. He's a fucking idiot, but <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Let me ask you this. If, if excluding you and Sharp, if you could see anybody sit down and have a conversation with Lil Kelpie, who would it be? Is there anyone that you think could maybe, like, talk some sense into him? No, because, like, <laughs> he... You know, like when motherfuckers be telling lies and like they believe him, mm. it's like it's like that to the point of delusion mm. with this kid. Like I think he believes that shit. So it's like you can't really convince a motherfucker that God don't exist when they fully believe that he does. 
Mm. You get what I'm saying? It's like you can't convince him. He he, he thinks all that shit is serious. Like, well, he could grow into all this, right? Ah, uh, bro. He could be the pimp that he believes that he is in his mind. Ah, uh, bro. This shit is in you. It's not on you. <laughs> wow. This shit, nah, bro. You, nah. You can't just nah. Because you could be like a pussy and then take MMA classes for ten years, and then by the end of it, you're a hard ass. You look. I'm not saying that. Eat some chicken breasts. Everybody has a past, and everybody comes from something else before they get involved in the game. But it's just like, bro, you you took different people's stories, put it together. You know what I'm saying? You stole a lot of shit from Sharp, a lot of the shit. You said you watched it from YouTube. This is some shit that you have to get outside and experience. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit in the house all day and be like, I'm a skateboarder, because you hold your skateboard, watch skateboard YouTube videos, and be like, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) <laughs> and then you just go buy a board, nigga, and then you get some vans. Right. And then you just, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, bro, you got to get outside and then go to the skate park. Nigga, we got to see you kickflip. Mm-hmm. Nigga, your vans is hella clean. Them motherfuckers don't look like you don't got no holes in them. Them bitches clean as fuck. You ain't doing no tricks. It's obvious. Your vans look like you just bought them. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's motherfuckers over here with vans for three years, holes in them, all in the bottom. Nigga, three boards in, smashed up. Nigga, all type of shit. It's trucks. It's, 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 it's scrapes all under the trucks. Nigga, your board look real fresh. Will we ever see Almighty Suspect with the fur coat and the pimp cup and the... Yeah. Oh, you, you you do that from time to time. You don't have to look. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm saying people's with people's birthday bashes and shit. You know, little mm. people have little birthday parties. You might attend. You might dress nicely. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's not like some. I mean, it's not day to day fit. Yeah, not for me, but for for some people it is, and um, for some uh, you know, vets and older people. You know what I'm saying? They they still do that, but you know what I'm saying? Um. I like to be comfortable, bro. I don't know how comfortable I can be wearing a suit every day. Right, I feel you. What were your what was your conversations with Sharp like over this whole altercation? Because <laughs> on one hand, I'm sure he totally understood you acting that way. On the other hand, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was a little inappropriate. Like what was that like? Um, we both didn't think that shit. We didn't think we didn't think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like he forced my hand because I couldn't win for losing. If I didn't do nothing, Adam, let's just be fucking realistic. Right. I would have never lived that shit down. They're still talking about academics getting called a bitch by Vic Mensa. And That's academics like, is like not a street dude at all. Nigga, you know? Jordan Poole can't play defense on nobody no more. <laughs> if Jordan Poole plays some defense on me, I'd be like, nigga, I'm finna call Draymond. You ain't do nothing to him. I'm on the court. I'd be on the court on that nigga head. You right. know what I'm saying? You can't live it down. You can't win for losing. <laughs> if I didn't do nothing, you let this nigga call you a bitch. When you do something, oh, you fucking bully. The only way I could have won is not doing the interview. And you know I was hella fucking skeptical about doing that. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I was just like, all right, first interview with Adam. Like, that's cool. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Whatever. Okay. If that situation happens again, though, I'm going to give you an alternate route that would have made it all right and would have let you save face. You could have said, and and again, I totally don't blame you for the way it played out because I get it, but you could have said, all right, Kelpie, you just call me a bitch. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk my ass outside, and I'm going to stand there, and I'm going to wait till you're done here, and when I see you, you got to fight me. Or you could have, you know, you could have done something that like didn't do it right here, but basically made it clear that I'm not engaging in this conversation anymore, but... We need to go handle this like men. 
I get which I you, also should not be encouraging. But <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I'm a get down where I'm mad at type of nigga. That's just what I've always been taught. Get down where you mad at. Like you, if, if you say something to me right here, like I'm I'm not even a meet me outside type of nigga. Like nah, no, yeah, we're neither. finna fight right. Here. Every fight I ever been in was like very much just like I got too mad, so I just started exactly. swinging. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else? Because I might not be fucking mad by the time I walk out here. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? I might be less mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just not for that. I'm just a get out where I'm mad at type of dude. Like you know what I'm saying? If I'm angry right here, this where the fuck we finna handle that. Hmm. Like, but then again, look, I'm definitely gonna make sure that shit don't happen again. Cause nigga, I was on. Thin motherfucking ice up in this. And we didn't finish talking about the girls fucking jumping on you on the oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, boom, you feel me? Going through my day, man, I'm still like, damn, I don't even know if I'm invited to this motherfucker. But nobody was like, you're not invited. I'm just thinking, like, damn, I'm already off camera these past couple episodes. But yeah, I was invited, you know what I'm saying? So I pull up, we backstage. These two drunk ass white bitches walk in, feel me, shaking ass on everybody and shit. They was pretty cool. And then again, as soon as I walk in, they just walk and just twerk on me immediately and just start taking pictures. But I, they was doing that to everybody. But They told AD's girlfriend that he's their favorite celebrity. Oh, that was wild. It <laughs> could have been a fight right so, there. <laughs> I pull up. I got a foe. Right. I got a foe ounce. 200 a fucking ounce. I got a foe. It's in, it's in my one liter. <laughs> and she grabs my she she grabs my soda and she pours it in her cup. Crazy. Bitch. In like a cup that already had alcohol in it? Bro. Yeah. In a little red cup. She grabs my, she grabbed the Sprite bottle and just start pouring it in her shit. Nah, her, her cup was empty, actually. Nigga, I grabbed the cup. I was like, hold on, bitch. You weird ass bitch. I snatched that shit. I poured it back in my lean bottle. <laughs> and was like, alcohol. bitch, don't fucking touch me. Nah, it wasn't alcohol in it. Oh, okay. I was like, bitch, don't fucking touch my shit. Like, are you crazy? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you would have asked, like, hey. Can I get some of your Sprite? I would have been like, no, ma'am, you can't because it's lean in this Sprite. And this is my thing about her is that I know her. I know she spent plenty of time around rappers who drink lean, and she knows exactly how expensive it is, and she knows exactly how connected rappers and, and just dudes in general are when they have some lean. It's just a very different feeling when you got a cup sitting in front of you that is worth $600 versus when you have – a whole fucking bottle of Henny is like thirty bucks. You know, Thank it's just you. it's very very it's different extremely. vibes. The cut, it's like it's like a gun. You know, like when there's a gun in the room, it's just it's not a regular object because it can kill someone. <laughs> so when there's a gun, if the gun was sitting on the table right now, we would all be thinking about the gun. Facts. And lean is kind of like that too. It's expensive as fuck because you if you if you spill this shit, your whole day is ruined. Yeah. You feel me? So you real careful with that shit. But like, bro, it, even if and it, it can was happen just anything, so easily. Facts. But even if it wasn't lean, like, don't grab my yeah, right. shit and just get to pouring it in your shit. Axe. So I could tell you no. Right. What the fuck? Like, that shit was just weird as fuck. But yeah, I was I was on thin ice. The first thing I came off in my head, and I was like, don't spit on this bitch, bro, because you are on thin <laughs> fucking ice. That is not a good look, dog. Don't do that. So I just had to walk off, and I just went to um, Duno in them room. See, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I'm learning. I don't want to say I would have been understanding if you had done that, but... But you would have felt me. Oh, over some lean? Yeah. The fuck, bitch? <laughs> don't pour my shit in your cup, bitch. That's crazy. That's crazy as fuck. Like, don't do that. 
So yeah, I'm learning though. I got up, removed myself from the situation, and I walked away. You feel me? They're females at the end of the day. So it's like, but still, I'm finna tell you, bitch, don't touch my shit, you weird ass bitch. And then I walked off. So at one point, Pun stands up to ask a question. And at this point, we're all like everybody in the office have been told, yo, don't talk about this shit. But the Reddit knew. And so the word was out there. There were people making videos, rumors, gossiping about it. But, like, there was no real official statement besides Kelpie, like, telling somebody in the DMs and it got screenshot and put on Reddit. So we're all trying to keep it totally quiet because we're not sure exactly what's going to happen and everything. And then Pun, of course, having to be a busybody, he stands up and asks about it. Me and you deny it. But then I heard that a little situation played out in the crowd after that. (laughs) I don't know how much you want to say about it. Um... Shit, I mean, look, so my pops was there, and everybody who know my pops like, bro, my pops is a loke. So, like, but my dad didn't know about the Kelby situation at all. Oh. Like, at all. I'm not one of those. Like, I didn't, as soon as I leave here, I didn't call everybody on just, like, guess what happened. I didn't tell nobody, you know what I'm saying? And I'm hella close with with my mom and my pops. They separate, but I'm hella close with my parents. You feel me? So, I tell them genuinely you feel me generally i tell them a lot of the shit that i got going on unless they don't need to know you know what i'm saying but i didn't even tell him so like from his point of view somebody just went up there and just said something about a fade and they son and that's just all they heard wow you get what i'm saying right like he didn't even know he didn't know no kelp he didn't know nothing nothing about that shit Mm. so all he just heard is somebody some big ass nigga (laughs) in the crowd grabbing a mic Talking about what's up with that fade in. You feel me? So he like, oh, what the fuck on? What the fuck is this nigga talking about? So by the time that nigga even, by the time Pun was even able to hand the mic back to Riley, he was on him. Like, huh? What's up with that? But it nothing happened. It was all good. Right. But he didn't he didn't know like at all. I didn't even tell him about the situation. So in his head, it was just some big ass nigga who was in the crowd talking about fades and what's up with that. So you know what I'm saying? In his head, he was just like, what the fuck? That's my son. You know what I'm saying? But nah, he didn't know nothing about the shit. But you think that was out of line for Punk? I mean, because to me, it's just we wasn't why? supposed to talk about the shit. Like, why? like if there's something we're trying to keep secret. And you're cool with us. Your AD's fucking co-host. You, you know, guys got a thing. business together, that's the whatever. Yeah, but about certain <laughs> things where it's like we're literally make literally why why were we not talking about it? Because we were trying to make sure we could avoid it turning into a situation that could potentially cost us a lot of money, right? right. Mm-hmm. And it I feels like sick. that's bad faith. If he's like supposed to be cool with us, he's privy to internal gossip and shit, and then. He just feels like, oh, this is this funny thing that I could sort of like provoke. I I just feel like, you know, it's a time and a place for everything. And maybe that wasn't necessarily the time and the place for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's his thing. That's the that's punch together. That's that that's what he do. Mm. You feel me? He he sparks shit. You know what I'm saying? But hey, that that's his thing. You feel me? So I wasn't surprised. Mm. Uh, that, I, yeah, I'm not gonna act like I was surprised. Like, pun, how could you? Like, yeah, he was in character. Surprised. Yeah, nigga, that's him. You <laughs> feel me? Like, I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, so, all right, we had a weird situation a couple months ago where I interviewed Swifty Blue, who you have had public issues with. Mm. And it was a little weird, especially because whoever booked the interview decided, oh, put it on Monday, a little bit later in the day, the exact same time that Suspect is supposed to be here to be doing the live show. So that was awkward, and uh, probably, you know, on one hand, it's kind of a lot to expect our staff to know about everybody's beefs. But on the other hand... I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) 
that was definitely one of my um one of my thoughts coming into this job. Like, damn, nigga, you got smoke with niggas. But like, it ain't about me, cause I'm always on ten. It's about everybody don't know everybody who I get into it with. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I gotta send you a list. <laughs> you feel me? Right. But I mean, I just feel like with him, the only reason that I spoke up with the shit, to be honest, I I feel like that nigga a clown. I feel like he's a goofball, and you don't scare me. I just don't be up here. I'm just not a, a, a super ass internet nigga and he a street nigga. So whatever happens, it's gonna be in the streets. So what the fuck would I get up here and just get the ranting about it? That's his thing. I'm me, I'm moving, you feel me, nigga, militant privately, especially if it's gonna be that. If it's that, it's that. And nigga, what what needs to be spoken, what don't need to be said. You get what I'm saying? Like, nigga, whatever is up, it, 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 it doesn't need to be spoken. Like, I, I don't know the fucking, the the saying exactly, but you know exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, nigga, basically, nigga, if it's up, nigga, it's up. We don't need to fucking talk. Like, you already been clout chasing me for weeks, talk about you had my chain. Adam, if he if he had anything to do with my chain, don't you think he would have fucking brought that shit in the interview? This this man is a super clout chaser. Like, this is what he does. Nigga made staple cards for check-in. Like, you are <laughs> clout trainer. Like, this is what you do. Nigga, if you if my shit got took and you had anything to do with it, nigga, you would have been on live with that motherfucker. Something you would have had some picture with it, with them with it, something. Right. Y'all would have been together with that motherfucker on Instagram live with it, something. So y'all already had smoke before this whole little altercation about the signing to a black artist conversation. Did you guys already have uh, some kind of gripe between you? He, um, I remember. I spoke up about the um the the Alote situation when um when people when um the corn man was getting yeah, beat up by yeah, random and, guys. And I was like, I don't think that shit is cool and I don't think it's right, but don't do it as a race thing because if those if the Alote man was Chinese, if he was black, if he was purple, nigga, if he was white. The same thing would have happened. Nobody wakes up every day like, oh, yeah, I'm finna go rob the Mexican corn, man. Nobody does that. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it, it's not that It's not that deep. They're just kids doing stupid-ass shit. Like, it wasn't cool, but I'm just saying if he would have been any other race, it still would have happened. If the corn man just happened to be historically Chinese, it would be the same shit. Or if the corn man was historically black, if it was a, a corn lady and she was black. Right. And that just was the thing. Like, if if there was fucking fried chicken ladies on the corner, nigga, you don't think they would be getting robbed? Right. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's not a race thing. It's just a a, a, a stealing thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not cool in general. I just didn't like how they tried to make it a race thing. Like, yeah, those black people always targeting us. No, bro, motherfuckers, bro. Black people steal from everybody. Everybody steals from everybody. Now, I don't think motherfuckers be like, oh, yeah, I'm only stealing from that race. If a motherfucker sees an opportunity, they're going to take it. I don't think it's racially driven. So I just didn't like how everybody was just making it racially driven, like just make it a right and wrong thing not a racial thing but that's kind of how everything is now where like there's a whole like stop asian hate bill that got passed in new york and shit just because like there was i don't know maybe like 10 different incidents that they caught on camera where some random fucking homeless guy would just go attack a fucking old asian person or some shit like this i don't know how many incidents there were but you know what do Asian people do? They sort of come together. They try to make a narrative out of it to prove that they're being oppressed in a specific way so that they could somehow fight back against it. I, I feel like you kind of can't blame 
Mexican people for doing the same thing in a situation where you have a, a type of dude who we all know that like every fucking neighborhood has a, a corn guy or a guy selling mangoes or whatever the fuck it is on the corner. And yeah, they're standing there and yeah, they probably have like a hundred bucks in their pocket or whatever. But you know, that's, that's why it pissed people off so much is because that could be anybody's uncle in that. any fucking neighborhood. Fully. Right. I understand that, but don't get in the fucking comments talking about you, you, you black ass niggers. They're always doing oh, that wow. to us. Okay, yeah. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, whoa, whoa. All in the comments now is showing people's hate. Mm. Now, now the truth comes out. That's all in the comments. And I'm like, damn, that's how y'all get at us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't look at them like that, bro. Some of my, one of my closest friends that I grew up, um, RP Jason Palmero, one of my closest friends that I grew up with was Hispanic, bald head nigga, socks high. I'm talking about like a real loke, and we was trooping together everywhere. Right. I'm I'm not that. That's not it. Like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just don't like how when when shit happened, we just make it super. Everybody goes through some some sort some form or fashion of of discrimination. Period. Hypothetical. Imagine if. I don't want to say a name, but let's say like a legendary L.A. rapper gets killed and a black rapper. And it just so happens to be a Mexican kid from a fucking Mexican gang who did it. And it's not because of some gang shit, but it is a Mexican kid who did it. If that happened, I feel like that is the kind of thing that because that narrative would fucking take hold no matter what. Even if the situation wasn't racial at all, I just feel like I would be really scared and nervous for how that played out in the streets afterwards because you could just imagine that the optics of it being a Mexican dude killing a famous black rapper would potentially create insanity in the streets. Facts. You tell me if I'm right. I think narratives are always going to be cre- uh, created, but I'm always, when it got to do with my people, I'm always going to speak on it. Like, regardless, if the, yeah, the narrative is going to be created, but the first thing I would be like, nah, don't get the building the Mexican hate just because it just so happened to be a Mexican person that killed this type of, like, I would be the first person, like, don't do that, bro. Keep that shit specific. Like, I don't care about, I don't look at, like, you, you always look at race, but I don't be like, oh, those people. Like, bro, I just look at respect. I don't look at color. Treat me how I want to be treated, and you good. I don't give a fuck what color you are. Like, you get what I'm saying? I always think that when I'm doing interviews and people are talking with me about the race stuff, and I always am thinking in the back of my head, like, you you would be amazed if you knew how much I think of you as just a regular person and not, like, a black person. Like, right. oh, my God, they're black. This is, like, such a big, like... I've been around fucking black. Like, granted, I didn't grow up around that many black people in New Hampshire, but I moved to New York City when I was like 20. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm riding BMX for like 10 years out there. And then I'm living in Long Beach. I'm around like Hispanic people, black people, Asian people, like probably way more than white people on average. It's just like not, I don't know. Like, a lot of people assume a lot more racism from white people than I think the average white person actually has in them, at least on a personal level. I think, Adam, yo. I think yo, yo, um, how do I say it? Like, I think your the the environment that you in, and um, I think your take on it could be a, a certain way because of the environment you in. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I didn't experience it. Like, bro, I didn't been in some places where I remember what was I in? Maybe um, um, I think I'm in like ninth grade. And um, this is a time where I'm I'm getting bussed out to a school in the valley because I got kicked out of all, all the other high schools. So I'm going to school in the valley, and 
I'm I'm with my Mexican homies and we chilling, right? And a a a a, a Jeep pull up four or five deep. It's females, it's 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 males, they all white. They get out. Fatigues, boots, get out. Do the whole little Hitler shit. Say fuck us with the hard R, Whoa. all of that, right? But I got a white homie too with me, right? And this is why I don't look at race. You feel me? But the who do you think was the first person who ran over there to try to get their hands on them? The white guy? The white dude who was with me. That's a good white boy. You feel me? The white boy who was with me. He was the first one over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, this how you know it's real. Like, nigga, I damn near <laughs> laughed. I'm like, is this shit serious? Like, they hopped out. Nigga, military on some military shit. Like, four of them. Fatigues. Did the whole little shit. That's Fuck crazy. y'all. I'm like, whoa. You well, feel be- me? And because it's also, like, if you're a white dude and you're... Like, you have it as part of your belief system that you are anti-racist. When you see something racist happen in front of you, it is, like, on for you. Because you don't normally get to see that much in-your-face <laughs> racism. Mm-hmm. So this is your chance to fucking prove that you don't fuck with this. Facts. I've seen it a million times where, like, there'll be, like, a little fight going down, whatever, and then somebody drops a hard R, and boom, white boys get yep. activated from that shit. He was the first one over <laughs> I've there. I've been that like, before. I've been that guy, yeah. He was the very first one. So it's like, nah, but I was just saying that to say, like, nah, that shit is real. You know what I'm saying? But I'm maybe some people may feel like, but... I think sometimes a lot of people might be racist and not even know, like subconsciously. And then there's like, uh, you know, institutionalized systematic racism, which is like the fact that, I mean, I'm sure if you were to look at my family lineage and your family lineage, and then you were to look at the job opportunities available for every different person and the average wage and all these different things, it's like, bro, even when I like to take it to the misogynistic level, when I was talking to my mom about what it was like when she was a kid, I just started to realize like my mom did not think that she really had much potential to like be anything career wise because right. she was Outside a woman a household wife in a way that like women now I don't think really have that fucking idea in their head like and that shit is systematic over and over and over for black families so it's like th- there's that there's just hiring practices they do studies all the time where you can see that even like if your fucking name is like historically black if your name is Jamal you're gonna get less callbacks for interviews than if your name is oh, Elizabeth you know it's real bro in the early 70s they did the program where you couldn't get these um, welfare certifications if there was a black man inside your house. There's a reason for a lot oh, of this man. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the Section 8 housing, a lot of the a lot of the programs that you got into, some of the requirements were for you to be a single parent. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it was like a lot of this shit is systematic, bro. School to prison pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Where you walk around the school. Like I, I noticed that shit when I was going to juvenile hall and I remember the first time I touched down, I'm like, this shit look like school. <laughs> this shit look like a school like it's a reason you know what i'm saying when you wake up early you get told what to do all that type of shit right man it's i i think it's a lot of shit to it you know what i'm saying but everybody just not fucking racist you know what i'm saying but it's they definitely around and look my idea is i want to know if you racist i'm way more comfortable with that Mm-hmm. I'm way more comfortable with you. You tell me I don't like you and I don't fuck with you. Rather you be around me and then when you leave this motherfucker, oh, his dirty black ass. Well, I think like, that that's you know becoming a much more popular opinion because now we have Kanye rolling around with Nick Fuentes and it's just like, oh, I, I, I guess some white people are just totally down to hang out with super racist people as long as they are upfront about it. Okay. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, but I hope I that doesn't rather, become a big trend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I would rather, like, you feel me? Right. I, I want to know my enemy rather than, you know what I'm saying, have to be. Be watching out for it. You right. know what I mean?
Yeah. So, all right. In now, now that you're like being talked about a lot more and stuff, I'm, I'm glancing at the Reddit and I see all of a sudden there's an old video of you uh, basically having to go through a certain gang uh, ceremony in an alley somewhere. I don't know why they keep calling it a fucking gang ceremony because it wasn't. Okay, what was it? I, I, I got set up. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, everybody gets packed out. Nigga, it's life. When you in the streets, you're going to get jumped, nigga. But the People title said this is suspect getting put off cap. a certain thing. Fucking cap, oh, nigga. Oh, okay. That did not happen. Nah, look, and it was crazy because I'm, I'm riding in a car with a nigga, right? You feel me? And I didn't know him like that. But I did. But you know, when you're young, you just you just be riding around with motherfuckers. You got acquaintances. And it takes shit. you a while to figure yeah. out who your real friends are. Exactly. You know? So I'm in traffic with him, but I'm in his car. You feel me? I'm passenger, and we see somebody who I had previously got into it with. We pull over. I get out the car. He get out the car. We like, all right, we gonna get out, but we gonna go to this location. You feel me? So boom, I go to that location. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, nigga, I had to because I'm in the car with the nigga. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I'm in the car with somebody else. I got to, and he and he knows him too, and he's scared of that nigga. So he like, bro, he just seen me with you. Like, bro, you got to go over there. Like, he's scared as fuck. And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. Take me over there. Fuck it. You feel me? Take Because you, you, you're acting like a bitch. You're acting like if you don't take me over there, that they going to whoop your ass. Whatever. You feel me? So, boom. I get to the motherfucking alley. Nigga, it's like 30 niggas in that motherfucker. You feel me? And they had issues with you over something? Yeah, some whole little little previous shit. Really, look, the truth, man, that nigga wanted a feature, and I didn't fucking give him the feature. Mm. So he went and told his big homies, like, oh, that nigga fucked with the Wooty Whoops, which was cap. It was just like my, my cousin. I got a song with my cousin, and you think I fuck with them like that on some gang shit when, nigga, it's my cousin. Nigga, and I did a song with him, but they like, oh, he put a put a bug in somebody's ear, like, oh, he fuck with the Wooty Whoops, nigga. They got a blase, 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 but that's just my cousin. So that's how he riled niggas up to be like, oh, he fucks with the ops. You know what I'm saying? But I just had a fucking song with him. You feel me? But then um, when I get to the alley, nigga, the nigga who in the car with me, nigga, he gets out and walks over there with them. Like, get out the car. I'm like, oh, I'm like, so I'm fucking damn he's boom. Mm. So I bounce out the car. You feel me? I'm like, nigga, you gonna shoot me, nigga? I know you. I said, nigga, let, let me get out the car. Like, you feel me? Let's fight. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Type shit. So boom, I get out the car, nigga. I square up with him. He didn't fight me one on one. Nigga just started jumping me. But nigga, nigga, see, I didn't run. Half of you niggas would have ran screaming for your fucking life like a bitch. You know what I mean, niggas? I talked to him on the phone after and was like, why didn't you run? the fuck I look like? I'm not running from nothing. That's just straight up, nigga. You get jumped. It, it just happens, nigga. You fight, you win some, you lose some, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You might get shot at, you might shoot at somebody. You might jump people, you might get jumped. It's the way of the motherfucking streets. Nigga, that don't make me no type of, and it's crazy, because that's people's only idea. Oh, he a bitch-ass nigga. That nigga got jumped in. He got out his own car and, and left his car. Nigga, I was in the fucking passenger seat, you fucking idiots. Mm. A nigga brings me to the alley and there's 30 niggas. What the, what you gonna do, Adam? <laughs> Stay in the car and call 911. Probably what you did, realistically. Real niggas? Well, I'm going to lock myself in the car down the hallway. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm going to get out. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, realistically, you didn't have a lot of other fucking choices. Yeah, you can I'm run, but running might be worse than just squaring up, you know? I'm fucking run, nigga. So yeah, I fought. You right. feel me? But Especially with cameras yeah, on and shit. You're like, yeah, well, I guess we got to do this. The, and then if niggas see in the camera, bro, the damn. 
A nigga had blower. He passes it to the other. The whole time he has he he has blower. I say nigga, get, and it's crazy because I know everyone there. That's why it didn't. It could have. Let's be realistic, nigga. If I, if it was really like I'm just a super super op, like it would have been bad. Like you know what I'm saying? It's thirty niggas in that motherfucking alley. I'm sure everybody got blowers. You know what I'm saying? The nigga, the the older nigga, makes him pass the gun to him. You know what I'm saying? So he gives the gun to somebody else. So I'm like, oh, it's good. We could fight. But I'm not finna, you're not finna just shoot me here, nigga. The fuck? But we could fight for sure. So we passed the gun. I get out the car. I'm thinking he finna give me a head up and we finna fight. And other niggas jump in. Mm. And I got jumped. And I got up, dusted myself, nigga, and walked the fuck off. And went and made a song about it. And some other shit transpired in the streets that we can't talk about after. You happens to the best of us. Yeah, it happens, bro. You get packed out. It's what it is. Everybody know when you in the streets, bro, and shit transpires, nigga, you're going to get jumped. You're going to jump people. It's what happens. Or not even you're going to jump people, but nigga, you going to get into shit. That's just what the fuck it is. And you're not always going to be on the good hand of the stick. That's just how the fuck it happens, bro. You knock niggas out, you get knocked out. You beat niggas up, you get beat up. That's just how that shit go. The worst jumping I ever took. I felt like I was on drugs afterwards. It was such mm-hmm. like a, a weird high to realize that like six, however many dudes had just been trying to fucking kill me for like two minutes while I'm curled up in a ball on the ground. And then I was fine. And I just had like a little, you know, a little, and nick on my back of my head. Like, don't I was when fine. When they jump you, they can't do shit. <laughs> yeah. I walked off. And I'm like, that's it? Yeah. Wait, I'm good. You niggas didn't do shit. I walked, got right the fuck up. Like, but yeah, half you niggas would have ran, would have acted like bitches, bro. Like, let's just keep it a buck, my nigga. I got out, stood on my ten, nigga, and I'm gonna keep standing on my ten. That was just so happened today. You feel me? And back in the day, I was like, nigga, that was like 2015. Oh, I hate shit. when niggas bring that shit up, but that shit was years. So that's like ago. before you were lit, nigga. I was uh. barely, barely lit. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was getting there. Like that's why, like you know what I'm saying? Like the people who you think your friends when you start to get a little attention and and, and you don't do for them what they expect you to do. Mm. It's like nigga, I'm I'm nobody's nigga. Niggas not finna sugar night me. I'm nobody's. <laughs> I'm none of that. So nigga, right. if you wasn't fucking with me before, I'm not finna give you no future now. Right. So nigga just had a problem with me. It wasn't no he got put off some hood bro that nigga had a that nigga wanted a fucking feature with me and i knew him and, and we still got um nigga my cousins know they people was like bro so much shit transpired from that shit like a lot but i'm just saying that like nigga there was what what did niggas a lot of you niggas would have ran what did niggas want me to do like nigga it was it, it was a lot of a lot of false narratives with the shit like oh he just left his car he got put off like bro none of that that nigga was like bro none of that shit transpired that wasn't no no gang shit it just so happened to be a gang involved right you get what I'm saying but that wasn't no no gang shit with me and no bro I I got jumped nigga it is what it is for sure yeah all right last question how do you feel about Poetic Flacco and the Monday show. How's it mm, feeling? Mm, mm, mm. I mean, I think in complete honesty, I think he had a flashback with, with 16 shot him <laughs> and me. And he was like, I don't want to be near him. That's what I think. And that's okay. But I think he was already looking for a way out maybe, right? I think so too. But people don't have to understand like, bro, that's what the motherfuckers in this office tell told me to do. Like they tell me, they like they love that shit. Every time it happens, they be like, "We love it. We need somebody." When you check to, him, every time well, he needs checking. The nigga who owns the platform <laughs> has no problem 
with me. To, that's what they tell me to do. Why do you think they brought me on the show to sit there and agree with them? That's what they tell me to do. I'm I mean, not we have all him. of our greatest hits of like things that Flacco has said that are completely fucking ridiculous. Like even the other day, he's saying, "Oh, me and Blasi have like the same body type." Bro, <laughs> he is delusional. <laughs> on nigga. stage at the No Jumper fucking live show, he said that he gets the most bitches and then rewound it a little bit and said he could get the most bitches if he was on that which either way what cat fuck out of here we don't even need to talk about it bro, what are you talking about what are you talking about like bro adam be on camera fucking bitches every week i mean we all like realistically like almost all the hosts i could think of a fucking resume girl wise that's pretty good like come on dude uh, t rub like, in a relationship for 10 bro, years with a hot chick he's crazy <laughs> that's what i'm saying but it's just like nah i don't i don't have no problem with flacco like people be like oh that nigga hates flacco and bro i don't fucking hate flacco nigga i wouldn't sit across from somebody that i hated every week mm. i just wouldn't do that if i, I no was on the podcast with you and flacco and and if i was on the monday show every week i would be probably checking them just as much because you just have to. That nigga be some crazy shit. Some crazy ass takes, bro. Yeah. You got to. Like, and that's what I was brought here to do. Gina was supposed to be the moderator. Flacco says his points. I say my points. We go back and forth. Because if him and Baba Lamb do a show together where they just suck each other off and don't question each other, it's, it's going to be terrible. And I fuck with Baba Lamb. It's crazy. Motherfuckers don't know. I be texting you with a lot of YouTube shit all the time. You're People don't in, know yeah. how tapped in I am with a lot of, with a whole lot of shit. Like, I watch Baba Lamb all the time when youtube like you know what i'm saying i'll be tapped in with with all them underground with with the new little soundcloud thing that's going on mm -hmm. summers autumn can cans the all of them i know what the fuck going on so like i don't like how he just tried to act like like i just don't know we niggas just don't know what the fuck is going on and like bro i'm definitely definitely knowledgeable when it comes to right. some fucking music nigga i rap we gotta. I know what the so, fuck is going so on. what are we gonna do? We're just gonna like start trying out different people with you and Gina, and then also trying out people with him and Babylon. I guess. I think, but I fuck with Babylon, bro. And to bro, it wouldn't have been no problem. And I swear to God, I didn't lie about shit. What the fuck do I have to lie for? Like, you know what I'm saying? If if somebody called me and said I'm getting my own show, why would I bring Gina up? If somebody calls me and says you're getting your own show, and you can pick your cast. Why the fuck would I be like? I ain't finna let him push Gina on me. The fuck did Gina have to do with that? You're finna pick your own cast. But so that's what he said to you, though. He basically said, make sure that they don't force Gina upon Nigga. you. Which is pretty fucking funny. But did you just then tell everybody that? Nah. How I did they find Gina out that he said that? me. I didn't even call her. She called me a day later saying some shit like, uh, along, like, like the show shit. And I was like, speaking of that. Right. Nigga called me. Talking about don't let them push you on you. I'm oh, like, so you did. You just told on him right away to Gina. Yeah, I told him. Oh, I fuck with it. Yeah. I mean, you're both co-hosts. For right? sure. The but, but, but do you think Flacco thought that that was going to be a little secret? That's weird as fuck, though. <laughs> that's weird. Why would you even tell me that, nigga? Like, bro, that's weird. And then, like, but I wasn't little, little, little. I played it off right, and I'm like, all right, cool, bet, whatever. So, and then he calls her, and then he says, um, Gina, you finna get your own show, and I'm finna get my own show. But he doesn't say nothing about me, though. So he's, like, playing both sides. 
Oh my God, this Flacco. He, he dude. calls her saying, Me and you finna get your own show. Then he calls me. He never told me Gina was getting her own show. He said, I'm getting my own show with Babylon, and you're finna get your own show, and you get to pick your cast. Don't tell nobody Josh told me. What goes on in his head? I'm like, bro, and this one, the nigga delusional. <coughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You feel me? Like, he just went about that shit the wrong way. It's okay if you don't want to be on the show with me. That's cool, nigga. You can feel how what you want to What do you feel. think the biggest problem with the Monday show has been? The nigga, for look, look, look. And it's, I, it's crazy that he get up here, and then he be like, I want more of a... Okay, like, right, um, okay, so, all right, so, um, all right, so, I want a, a debate show, right, and, okay, like, so, bro, the, there was, there's fucking pre-production meetings, this was already a thing that us three were supposed to do, Josh already said we were gonna do some change, some changes, and it's gonna be on some more Joe Budden shit, and you and him have some topics specifically, that's why we were supposedly supposed to have these pre-production meetings that he never. So he came was the to. one not coming to him. I'm always on time. Mm. Never been to one. Ask Josh. Never been to one, ever. And that and, and it's crazy that you say you finna. Um, and everybody know we be here. We know who the fuck be here and who don't. I'm sorry. I feel like you guys got to stick together so you can fucking somehow work this out. <laughs> I don't have no problem with him, like, at all. Right. Like, I have no problem with him. I think he genuinely thinks that <laughs> if me and him get into a debate that I'm going to spit on him, punch him, and try to strangle him. I'm mm. not. I would never get at him <laughs> like that. But do you think that he thinks that when you and Gina are coming at him, that it's it's not, it's too much about him as a person and not enough about the things that you're arguing about? Like, he would maybe be more open-minded to you guys slamming him for his opinions about rappers and shit, but less when it comes to just slamming almost like him as a person, which is also hard to do because he's he's just, like, brags and says things that are just totally look, delusional look, about himself. mouths don't get fed, though, right. Adam. He ain't never said shit. And then it's crazy because after every show, especially when we get into it, he get up, be like, yo, that was fire episode. Best episode ever. We got to keep doing If we keep doing that, we got something on our hands. And then call him and then be like, nah, I don't, I don't like how suspects is talking to me on the podcast. But right after it ends, nigga, you tell me how much you love that shit and keep doing that. The fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? You Every time, every time we have like a heated debate, the last Monday when, when me, Gene, and, and we was all having a heat, he was like, that was fire. Keep doing that. Every time we get into a little back and forth banter, he says that was fire. So where, where did you start to feel like it was lacking and you didn't like what was going on? Like where and why didn't you just say something? Like that's what you, and you never come to no meetings to say anything. And I don't like how you said you wanted more of a hip hop based show where we do debates on that. And then we all talked about that. Josh was like, all right, that's cool. We're going to start having um, pre pre um, show meetings about that. Everybody talk right now, you know, I'm b bullets and points of what they're going to do X, Y, and Z. And, and, and we're going to get more into that. Let's have meetings and let's do that. And you don't come to any of them. Mm. It was weird because you guys arguing on Monday, like really showed that the fans could get activated and like care about it. Once you guys like, I don't know, we're like really like facing up and being real with each other. Facts. Everybody was like, oh, shit. We want to, but it, it's crazy, right? But I don't know. The fans don't know, Jennifer. I love y'all, but it's like one day they love you, one day they hate you, one day they hate you again, then they love you. You never know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you can't like read 10 posts in the Reddit and be like, oh my God, they hate me. When 
the podcast has 150,000 views and it's like, you know, 99% of the people didn't feel the need to say, like, you know, you got to just, like, be able to stand in your shit. These are niche people who just, you know what I'm saying? Like, but everybody's not going to like everything you do, bro. It doesn't matter if you try to be the the best motherfucker you can be. There's always going to be somebody who has something to say about it. So it's like, I don't really be taking that shit too personal. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? When you put, when you come in front of this camera, nigga, that's what you signed up for. I already knew that that's what that was coming when I went, when when y'all said y'all wanted to have me on here. Like, I already knew that that was coming. But, like, as far as Flocko, it's like, bro, I don't have no problem with you. You will never have to worry about me spitting on you and jumping across the fucking room and putting my hands on you. Bro, I will never do that to you. We co-host. You know what I'm saying? Once you... Once I know you, it's kind of like you got some form of of discrepancy with me. So if anybody in this motherfucker feel like I'm just this, like, wild card and I'm going to just fucking flash out on people, bro, that's some random outsider who walked in here and called me a bitch. Mm, that is funny. You're definitely, like, the Wolverine of the crew now. Like, it's crazy. Like, you feel me? Like, <laughs> He's nah, the fucking bro. nut job like, of the I group. Promise. That is- <laughs> Which is impressive because we got a lot of wild cards around here. And I, I swear I'm not trying to be that, but it's just like I'm <laughs> learning. You feel me? Niggas got to realize, bro, I've only been a podcaster for like three months, mm. dog. Like they literally pulled the nigga off the streets. Like I've been rapping for I've been rapping for a long time, but nigga, I don't have no fucking record deal. Like I do well for myself, but nigga, I'm, I'm not signed to no shit. Like I don't got none of that going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. This shit was a huge-ass opportunity for me. So it's like, I'm not up here just ready to fucking crash out. Why, motherfuckers? Why when you think when they told me, like, oh, Swifty finna come up here, you can't come? I was like, all right, whatever. Because, like, what the fuck I'm finna do? I already know, like, with me and him, what we, what we gonna fight is gonna go up. Why the fuck would I do that here? Mm. You get what I'm saying? So I would rather just, once they was like, nah, I don't think we want you to come. Like, okay. Like, I'm just saying, I have to say, like, nigga, I'm not, nigga not ready to fucking crash out on one of the biggest opportunities I didn't had in the last three years. I'm not fucking stupid. Right. Like, you feel me? I know what the fuck. I, I realize the space that I'm in with my career and the opportunity that this brings. I'm not a fucking idiot. I realize that, nigga, this one of the biggest shit that they never walked across your lap, nigga, ever. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, because I really like having you on the platform. I think you're a great podcast. I'm gonna be real with you. I think I I think this is my thing right now. Like I'm rapping, but like I swear that's not my focus. My focus is podcasting. I want to get the um. I need to I need to figure out how what I want to do and don't fucking steal my idea. Nobody. I wanna. I've been telling my boy this for a long time. I want to twitch old video games like ps2 classics mm. like the warrior dev jam pfeiffer uh new york midnight club like i'm super super big on gaming you feel me like anybody know they've been to my house i got a super game collection from dreamcast ps1 2 original xbox i got everything mm. you know what i'm saying like that's what i want to do i want to stream old games you know what i'm saying like yeah shit like that phase suspect it's a lot of shit I want to do. You know mm. what I'm saying? As far as just podcasting and just, you know what I'm saying? I want to interview people and I want to Twitch stream. You feel me? As far as like video games. That's what I want. Well, we're going to interview your dad soon, right? Viral. Yeah. We're going to get Viral. my dad in. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Maybe we'll have Kelpie co-host. <laughs> That's not cool. Kelpie and pun. <laughs> no? <laughs> hey, if you think I'm a wild card, bro, my pops is me times a hundred. Mm. Like, but... 
way smarter too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Extremely like, he like me. Like, it's 50-50. I'm extremely knowledgeable and I could turn it off and on. I could get up here with Adam and we could talk about, we could get up here and talk about politics. Like, I was sitting at home watching that Destiny shit like, oh, I love this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm nice. saying? Like, motherfuckers don't realize the type of shit that I really like. So I could sit there and watch that shit and nigga, I could go to the east side and watch the homie shoot dice and kick it. I the can best part both. of that argument was when they were doing the abortion thing and they were both like fucking machine guns going back and forth. And me and fire. Lush just look at each other like, whoa, dude. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't even y'all. You this on your fire. phone. Yeah. You on your phone. Like, this not even, this is gold. I already know you. You like, oh, this, like wow. this is beautiful. This is great. And then it's like, it's, it's out y'all hands. <laughs> Them two just going back and forth. I'm sitting in the lobby like, this is fire. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I love that type of shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's that's what I want to do. Y'all are definitely going to see a lot more of me. Clearly, Adam is not. This is the only place where you can sock a nigga and not get fired. Like, we're not saying <laughs> that shit cool. We're not saying that shit cool. But it's like, I think I think they realize that, you know what I'm saying, this can help me a lot. And I think I bring a lot to the motherfucking platform. You know what I'm saying? So, I think I'm going to be around. Hell yeah. It's all eyes on you now. You feel me? You got a lot of like momentum right now that's going to, like, you just got to keep doing your thing and just go crazy with it, you know? Right. And I know we about to start doing a lot more here. So y'all definitely about to be seeing me doing a lot more stuff in the building for sure, for sure. For sure. My man, suspect. Fire. Appreciate you, dog. Yep. Much love, man. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, et cetera. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support.